This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Wait, didn't the other day Mario forget about your lunch too? Oh my God. completely <laughs> forgot. She was causing this whole fucking scene and I set up a lunch date with her not too long ago and she also forgot. Guess what? Hold on a second. You let me finish my sentence. This is what happened. She forgot her our lunch date too, right? But she's over here all... In five, four, oh. three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to... Genius Brain Podcast. Welcome to the Genius Brain Podcast. Welcome to... Try it again. In five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Genius Brain Fart Podcast. Oh, she thinks she's so funny. Uh, Not doing it in Japanese. In... San, ni, ich, irashaimase. Welcome to Genius Brain Podcast. Now do it in Mandarin. Uh, welcome to Oh my god, you have lost all your language, dude. Uh, I well, did. Guys, uh, I'm I kind did. of upset right now because there was two podcasts that I was doing, and somehow, by chance, this fucking mic cord slipped out, and so I get missing, the shit. I have to redo these podcasts, and this was supposed to be a podcast that she and I was supposed to do. Later this week, but now we're doing it right now, and I'm not in a good mood. And I have my pee on because I was gonna go to bed, but you know, for the sake of my fiance, because I'm such a good person, <laughs> here I am recording. I have been in the shittiest mood this week. It has been, it has been hard to manage these emotions. You've been very emotional, indeed. A lot of things have been happening that has been pissing me off, and a I lot of waves. Not- been able to control these emotions and i just want to just just kill somebody i thought you're doing better after hawaii did hawaii not help hawaii you wasn't as great as it was supposed to be because of look it was fun uh. right? you were there we went to these beaches uh. but the island was so packed like hawaii uh. is so impacted right now and if you guys don't know if you guys are going to hawaii this year here's the thing if you go there and you're expecting a, we're talking about either Maui or Wa- it doesn't matter what island you go to, maybe except for Big Island. Tourism is flowing through Hawaii. And mm. every jackass in the fucking United States, specifically jackasses, are going to Hawaii and just ruining it for everybody else. I have nothing to compare with. So I was like, this is great. But I guess you have. It was just so packed. There was traffic everywhere. There was. There was. There was just assholes on the road. Just these people just so irritating. So basically you didn't get the rest that you wanted. It it was just a lot more hectic. Like we couldn't Hawaii was so packed, we couldn't get dinner reservations anywhere, Uh. let alone lunch reservations, which is nuts. At any place. Even even some of the restaurants that I go to when I don't have any other choice and they're open later. Even they didn't have reservations. I was like, how is this possible? I I I don't know. It just seemed like Vegas to me. And then when and we go to the beach. It's not supposed to feel like that. Well, I didn't have much expectation. So it was just all great. And I'm sorry yours wasn't. I I was in I've been in such a bad mood lately, just angry as hell. And she has been dealing with my wrath so much. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you noticed. What do you mean? I, th- I do. I, I think I was dealing with it quite well. Although I'm like, this guy's insane. <laughs> Just let you be. But, but you, you are doing a bit better. So how, what are you going to do? I don't know. I haven't been this upset in a very long time. 
Like these type of like being emotionally volatile is something that I really don't like. I don't like my emotions going from zero to a hundred constantly just going up and down, up and down, up and down. It is irritating. It's exhausting. It causes me stress. I can't sleep. Well, how do you, how do you fix that? How do you overcome it? Usually I just punch somebody in the fucking face. You've done that already. No, I didn't. (laughs) You're not punch them in the face. You slap slap them. them. But still, like at this point in my life, man, like I'm so exhausted. Here's the thing too. Like if you guys don't know, when I was younger, I used to have crazy anger management issues, right? And so growing up, it's like this. Like you grew up in a Korean household, Mm. right? Korean people have this habit of always being angry. That's what we're known. Mm. We're known as the the spicy Japanese people. <laughs> this, is, this is who we are. We got fire in our heart. Yeah, we have Han and the other side is… Ok. Is it Ok? Han and Ok is… I mean, they're similar. Yeah. Like Han is… I don't know what it is, but it's like revenge, rage. I don't know what the exact… Uh, but you're just hot. Yeah. Right? And a lot of Korean people have this Han. I, Han… I, is it? I thought Han is more like more on the sad side. Like, is it? And then Olga is more like, oh, get you back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Han, Han is like, hi go, hi go. You know, and then Olga is like, hmm. you know, poop, <laughs> poop you. Yeah, but I don't know. Mm. Well, we have like these wide ranges of emotions, right? Growing up in my household, especially at the Korean household, I saw a lot of anger. It's honestly how a majority of our problems were solved. Like the way I used to see my parents fight was typical that apparently a lot of other Korean kids saw growing up. Like Mm. it was just extremely volatile. Mm. Like I remember just as a kid just watching my parents scream at each other 24-7. And this is not me bashing on what they did as adults and how they dealt with their relationship. It's just at the time it was like I grew up fucking poor, right? We were broke as shit. And the way that we would deal with our emotions and the way that we would deal with things was was based on the level of stress that we lived in mm-hmm. and how quickly we could resolve these problems, right? Mm-hmm. So some people ask this where when we have this conversation about, oh, would you would you like whoop your kids? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll spank them here and there, but mm-hmm. definitely not to the level that my parents did. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the times when people question um, what immigrant parents do. They go, well, I can't believe they would hit their child. I can't believe they would do this and that. Like you also have to realize the the circumstances that somebody's in. Yeah. Also their generation, like when I was living in Korea in Korean school, people, students get spanked by their teachers with yeah. a huge ass like ruler stick. Mm-hmm. So that was the culture we lived in. It wasn't like, it wasn't violent. I mean, there, I think the definition of domestic violence here or any kind of vi- child abuse is extreme here. But in Korea or in a lot of Asian countries too, like they, it wasn't to the extreme that Americans are thinking, but it was part of our culture where like, if you don't do it right, you get spanked. Dude, like in Korean churches, you know how you would get like hand-me-down clothes? You can get hand-me-down ass whoopings <laughs> in churches. Like if you if you messed up, somebody else's parents yeah. would fucking whoop your ass and it was completely okay. Yeah, yeah. And like how my parents used to deal with a lot of their frustrations was just like getting in fights, screaming, yelling a lot. And this is what I was taught. Even when I was a kid, and I mentioned this story on the podcast before, like I remember, okay, so we used to live out in these duplexes in Sacramento called uh, Tem Woods. I'm not sure if it's super bad now, but back in the day, Tem Woods mm-hmm. uh, was not a very nice place. And mm-hmm. we, before we lived in those duplexes, we used to live in these apartments off of Mac Road. Mm. And uh, Tem Woods at the time, depending on what parts that you would go to, mm. there was just a block of just like Samoan bloods, right? So what? there was a lot of like… There was just a block that was just all Samoan bloods and it was it was like gang affiliated streets. There were some places that were trap houses and trap houses are basically <gasps> prostitution places. What? Like this is the neighborhood that I grew up in. Uh. Right. Uh, it might be cleaned up now. I'm pretty sure it's not like that anymore because a lot of that stuff has been cleaned up. Uh-huh. But when I was a kid, that's what that neighborhood was like. Uh-huh. And I remember when I was younger, um, there was a, a bunch of kids in the neighborhood. We used to play a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. And um. At the swap meet, there used to be this stick with with glitter with glitter in it, and we used to play with it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? It was like liquid inside, and yeah, and, glitter, and you could, yeah. So I had the stick, uh, and we were playing with the neighborhood kids. I let this kid see the stick. He grabbed it, and he was like, "This is mine." 
Oh. And I'm like, no, that's my, and you know, long story short, he ended up taking that shit from me. I started crying. I went back home uh-huh. and my dad was like, where's the thing I just got you? Cause uh-huh. he got it from me at the swap meet. Uh-huh. He goes, this kid took it. He goes, cool. You're not coming back into this house until you get it back. What? Yeah. Well, how old were you? I was, if, if, if we were at that area, I moved to the house that we rented when I was eight. So I had to be six or seven. And I'm like, okay. And my dad's like, you're not going to get dinner and you're not coming back into the house till you get the toy that I bought you. Why did he do that? I don't know. Maybe he says he didn't want me to get bullied. He, I have to I have to be responsible for taking care of my own things because he bought that for me and I lost it in yeah. his eyes. Yeah. And, you know, as a kid, you just feel like everything's unfair. Like, yeah. it's, I just got bullied. My dad is not on my side. Uh-huh. But I had to go back and get these uh-huh. toys back. So I went back. I got into this big old fight. Specifically, I brought like a, a weapon. I, f- I forgot. My, my memory's hazy right now. But I think it was a bat. But either way, I beat the shit out of that kid and I got and I got my stick back. Uh-huh. Came back home. Bloody. And, and no, not bloody. It wasn't like that. We're kids. We can't even swing that hard. But essentially, I got my shit back. And then my dad was like, okay, you can come back in. But that's how he would deal with a lot of the stuff was every every answer for something was violence. And he knew that I used to get bullied a lot when I was a kid. Mm. I used to get bullied all the fucking time. I was that fat Asian kid with glasses. Mm. And now I'm a fat Asian kid with, as an adult. But I was a fat Asian kid with little glasses. And I was generally a sweet kid. But kids would try to bully me, take my shit all the time. And I think my dad got kind of tired of it too. So he's like, you got to stand up for yourself. Yeah, I can't speak English. I can't even communicate with their yeah. parents. I can't be there with you at the school. I yeah. can't even talk to the, to, to the teacher. So you have to stand up for yourself. Yeah. But then I think the problem with that is that when you have that rhetoric with your kid, and you don't talk to them about the emotional things that are happening to you. Yeah. Everything that you do from then on is violence. Yeah. Is if somebody touches me, I can beat them up. And that's what yeah. my dad used to tell me. He goes, you don't do anything in school. Stop getting in trouble. But if they touch you, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. So I, I, I got in trouble so much in school because these kids would try to bully me. And all I would say is just touch me. See what happens. Uh, I mean… Parents back then don't really talk about emotions. They don't know how to talk about emotions. I don't think emotions. we're allowed to have emotions. <laughs> yeah. Like it's kids. like, especially Korean boys, like dudes, they are like, you know, as a guy, you don't have emotions. You don't like, don't don't be a pussy, blah, 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 blah. You know? So you probably he grew up in that kind of culture too. But my dad's not even like a super tough guy though. Or maybe that's how I see him as, right? Because he was… He was a pastor too. He had a lot of empathy, especially towards the community that he was working with. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, and but then we grew up in a very bad neighborhood. Because even after I got my 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 stuff back where I had dinner, the next day those kids came to our house and they mm-hmm. tried to beat me up. And I remember I ran into the garage and I closed the garage and you could hear these kids just banging on the garage. Damn. You know, and this is, and I'm super young, but my parents had to go to work. Uh-huh. And these, this is just like the few days I didn't go to work with them. Uh-huh. And they had to leave us alone at the house. And obviously that's illegal. But we didn't have babysitters. Yeah. And my grandma at the time was either helping my other aunt who had a swap meet uh, um, out in this place called Denios. Uh-huh. And I, what were we supposed to do? So we were at home just to kind of fend for ourselves. Yeah, This is the kind of environment that we have. And so I grew up with this idea of like violence and being angry as an answer because it was a way for people to just fucking leave me alone. <laughs> and so now I get to these points, even as an adult, my anger is a lot better because I had to go through anger management. Because uh-huh. I didn't know how to, how to deal with these emotions, it's like I see this spike where it happens, and uh-huh. all I all I want to do is just punch somebody, hit somebody, just fucking break somebody's bones because it's the only way. That what if I, you break your own bone? Would you have to? It's done just that? the product of what happens. But you saw this hand though, right? Like this hand's all messed up. Look at this hand and look at this one. Uh-huh. So I remember in junior high. Uh-huh. Um, I, at this point, I got in so many like stupid fist fights as a kid. I, I got removed from my elementary school and I went over to junior high. Um, I just had to stop getting in fights because I would get in fights at school. My mom would be upset at me. My dad would be upset at me. They would beat my ass at home and I would get into fights at school. I'd get bullied at school. It was just, it was just fucking terrible for me. It's like I have nobody supporting me at school. I have nobody supporting me at home. Angry all the fucking time. So what I decided to do instead of, you know, uh, just confronting somebody, getting physical with them, I just let them mouth off, say whatever. I would hold my anger in, go somewhere else. And I would just start fucking punching walls, punching lockers, whatever, enough just to get the aggression out. But of course, lo and behold, you kind of mess up this hand. And it started since I was in seventh grade. And then later on in high school, Mm. uh, I started cursing. Mm. 
Because mm. as a little kid, the weird thing was I never cursed because mm. when we were in kids as a church, if you cursed, mm. they would beat the shit out of you. I still remember when I first said the F word, when mm. I said the word fuck, mm-hmm. it felt, I thought that Satan grabbed my heels and it was dragging me to hell. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Oh, I yeah. never got, I mean, I don't think we had the culture of spanking or hitting people at church, but obviously it was not allowed to say it. And I, I mean, it's not until recent I started cursing. So <laughs> you curse in the funniest way though. Her cursing is so odd. <laughs> Like she'll, she'll she'll store and bottle up her emotions and then she'll just be out in the middle of the kitchen out of nowhere. She'll stop as if like somebody is like beaming in a message into her brain. And I'm like, what is she doing? She looks at the floor, looks up and she just goes, bitch. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's the oddest thing I've ever I I live with my sitcom wife. She does so many sitcom things. It's hilarious. I just boil it up and I want to scream. So I just yell, bitch. (laughs) Or like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) But that said, um, so how did you, how are you overcoming it now? I don't even know if, well, I don't know. I haven't been this irritable in years. Like, I don't even know. What is a way for you to cope with those aside trying to punch someone since that's not an option? This podcast is brought to you by CBD Farmhouse, my friends. Yes, the only thing that helps me to chill out. And specifically, I want to talk about a product that I use from them constantly, and that is the Sleepy Time Gummies. Now, you guys know I travel a lot, and on top of that, for years, I dealt with insomnia. And the only thing that helps me get a really good night's sleep on the nights that it's super hard to sleep are the Sleepy Time Gummies. It is a life saver sleeping all the way through. I'm waking up super energized for any of you out there that just wants to chill out. And if you have trouble sleeping, try it out. See what happens. It's worked for me. I freaking love it. I wouldn't endorse a product that I don't use on the regular. And on top of that, too, if you just want to mellow out and feel good, if your anxiety is super high. Oh, my anxiety people. Yeah. Get on these Delta eights. It's my shit is old use it all the time whenever my anxiety flares up and I gotta tell you I, I don't remember what I did before this stuff I don't use it all the time but when I do need it it's amazing and when I'm hurting I use a CBD freeze the roll-ons a lot of their topical products so make sure you guys go to cbdfarmhouse.com use code brain to get 15% off on all applicable items 15% off yes they're hooking it up you won't regret it I love it it's become a daily part of my life whenever I need it and when Whatever I need it is right there for me. So make sure you guys go to cbdfarmhouse.com and use code BRAIN to get 15% off on all applicable orders. I don't know. Like, it's very weird right now. I, I don't know how to deal with this. Like, uh, there's all these. So when you are when you go through anger management, they have all these, like, you know, steps. steps. Well, it's been so many years. I don't even fucking remember what they are. Right. Mm. But I know, like, taking a breather, taking a step back. And I can't even remember all the steps anymore. I think I, it just became a habit Should of what I do. Should you go back into anger management? I don't know. I think going to anger management right now is just going to piss me off even more. <laughs> You're like, I'm here again. Like the best thing that I could do right now is just stay away from people because uh-huh. people are starting to exacerbate me and just make me angry. So, but you're going to go see a bunch of people in the next few weeks. Your schedule's pretty packed. Yeah. So I'm just going to have to deal with it. Um the weird thing is, is like being angry. Like people, I want you to just go work out. The hard thing about me when I'm upset and something is on my mind, I uh-huh. can't focus. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I can't focus on work. I can't even work out because I'm, I'm so distracted. It's, it's taking all my yeah, strength yeah. away from me. Can't you do something that helps you with that distraction? Like for example, when I'm like going in circle, vicious cycle in my head where I can't focus on anything, I… I either I usually go out with friends and just talk it out or like do an activity with friends that helps me like just focus on other things or like even Riley sometimes is a great like distraction. That works sometimes it's not working this time. So mm. I don't know why but it's just been like being super uh snippy lately and I don't like it. Like I don't I I, I it's not like I don't recognize it. Mm. It's not like I can't so the best thing for me is just to like, okay, I just need to be alone mm. and be away from people. Mm-hmm. It's just now it's just, it's just anything is, is starting to set me off. You know that feeling? It's what we have every month. It's called PMSing. Okay. No joke. But we have absolutely no reason to be agitated. It's just our hormones wants to kill us. When we first started going out, <laughs> she, um, she, she was never 
I, I'm her first serious relationship. So uh, basically, uh, I never had a man agitate my emotion to to the extent he does. Only because <laughs> she hasn't been around somebody that long. So like when, yeah. when you have acquaintances, right? And you have people around you that um, aren't that close. You have an option to just ignore them or just walk away. Yeah. But when you're in a serious relationship, this person is there. They are on your mind. They're on your heart. On their f- yeah, in front of my face all the time. You can't just go away and be like, I'm not going to see that person for a month. So, and also too, like when you're not, when you haven't been in like multiple serious relationships, mm-hmm. there's certain humps that you go over and learn in the process in terms of like messing up that she didn't get to experience yet. No. And so one of the frustrating <laughs> things that I felt that I had to deal with when we first started going out was I had to relearn or redo everything from when I first started dating all over again. PMSing. It's like, because it got, so when somebody has multiple relationships and they have like the whole, the PMS thing, they start to realize, oh, I'm PMSing right now. This is why I'm being irritable. So this person just needs to get the fuck away from me, right? Yeah. In her case, she, I remember this too. Like I asked her, I was like, hey, is it your time of the month right now? Uh-huh. Right? And you're like, oh, because I'm a woman. <laughs> you, know? you went on this whole feminist yeah. thing. And I was like, no, no, no. That's not what it is. I said, when, when you are on your time of the month, it's understandable because you're irritable. So if you're irritable, I'll just, I'm just going to go away. But I never been that agitated from, by someone. So I, the first thing he says is, oh, you're making an excuse like, that it's my period, not your attitude. And then it turns out, oh crap, this is happening every month. Maybe it is my PMS. <laughs> but I didn't know because I never had that issue before. Never. It was so hard to deal with because the funny thing is, if there is no recognition of what's going on, specifically like hormonally with your body, and you can't accept the fact that, hey, the reason why my mood is like this is not because of this person, it's simply because of me. Mm. It's, there's no conversation to be had. So it, it got to the point where I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to give you space. And then she'll be like, so you don't want to be near me anymore? You don't want to be near me? <laughs> I just wanted right? to kill him. I was like, okay, so I can't run away. I can't be close to no. you. What, what can I do? And it just got to this point where finally, I don't know what happened. I think we had a huge fight. And then she was like, maybe it's my time of the month. It might be, right? Yeah. And it's a legitimate card that she can use because it allows me to assess where her emotions are at. Uh That means that the things that she's going to say, do, Uh in this few days aren't going to make sense to who she really is because she's just hormonal as hell. You know what's funny though? It may not be monthly, but maybe quarterly. You have the same thing. And I'm just like. What the hell are you talking about? You have these random, not this one, but it's like similar to this one. Once in a while, you'll be like, everything's agitating you. Nothing is working out. So you're going to have to reorganize everything, redo everything. No, no, no. And it's just like, what happened? But I can pinpoint what it is. It's just like a succession of things that are fucking up or people that are pissing me off. And then I'm, I'm. Oh, yes. I mean, you have actually, you're not like, it's not like you wake up and out of nowhere, you're just like agitated. It's just like, yeah, it does pile up. But then it kind of turns into, I'm like, wow, he seems like a woman because he's like reorganizing the kitchen <laughs> or like. Oh, I do that when I stress. I start to reorganize and yeah, clean things. Yeah, clean things, which I'm like, this is kind of nice, but I wish it was like more of a friendlier energy. But uh, I'm like, at the same time, I feel like I'm with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just get the fuck away from me. Don't yeah, touch me. I do Don't know. I like before I think I'm like, let's talk or like, you know, I try to engage with him so that we could like get this, you know, this gross feeling away. But now, for example, when this happened, I think it was yesterday or the day before it's yesterday. Like two days ago, yeah. Um, David was recording something in the living room and I guess he was, I wasn't there. And I guess he was agitated by something. One led to another and like basically the whole living room just blew up. And then when I walked in, I was like, what the hell happened? And he was so agitated, so, so agitated that I told myself, you know what? I'm going to take the day off and hang out with my friend and come back at nighttime. Because <laughs> the best thing to do is not to agitate this fire. Uh, it so- felt like the walls were closing in on me. What it, do you it mean? It felt like the room was getting smaller and smaller. Here, this yeah. room? Everything. Like oh. the whole house was getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And I'm like, everything is pissing me off. I want to get rid of everything in this house. <laughs> Coffee table, couch, uh, plates, <laughs> pots, pans, whatever. It all has to go right now. 
Yeah. So he literally took everything out of the drawers. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to clean everything. And he took everything out and laid it on the sofa. And I was like, okay, I have no place to sit. So I'm just going to bounce. It was just a really dark and trying time. Let yeah. me ask you something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you first and then you can ask me. Okay. If there is one thing you could change about me, what is it? <laughs> one thing to change about and you can you? be honest i won't take it personally oh, no trust me i will be honest only one thing <laughs> it's just which one <laughs> i'm just kidding uh one thing think wisely i'm it, a genie i can make it happen what is the one thing not in real life actually you know what what do you think mine would be i think that would be I easier don't, i don't know i'm damn near perfect what are like what is the one thing that i always complain about you socks really that's low priority exactly so you decide what's the one thing you would change about me that's just only recent say it right now i don't know that's a hard question i never thought of it so how do i pick one um it would be something along the line of Planning, scheduling. I guess that's the one thing. Explain. As in, so David is a very busy man, as we all know. And he tries to have work-life balance and, you know, sometimes go out with me or uh, schedule an event or time with me. But a lot of the times, sometimes, here and there, he would double book. And that's because, and I have... um, proof from his coworkers too is that he doesn't like to put things on his calendar so it's all in his head which is quite messy um, <laughs> <laughs> he has an ADHD type of um, organization in his head so he would forget things for example he would forget that he has a call in the morning um, and so his coworkers would call me and say hey is he up <laughs> And while I'm working and I see his friend's name around, I don't know, 10 o'clock in the morning, I would just give my phone to him and it's like, it's your meeting. That's the type that would happen a lot. And sometimes he would, you know, we would want to plan things and I would be the one getting counseled first because obviously work comes first. Well, like once in a while, it's fine. But when it becomes too often, I get pretty upset. I'm like, you know what? In order to prevent this, which is quite easy, you just put it on your calendar. This guy is very lazy to do that. He's like, that's the last thing I want to do. I don't want to have that in my task. That's why he needs an assistant, but he doesn't want an assistant. So it just it's just a vicious Look, it's cycle. It's not that I don't want an assistant. It's just like having an assistant all over again is so hard because I had a very good assistant, Vanessa. Therefore, you and don't want an assistant. No, it's not that I don't want an assistant. That's not how it transfers over. <laughs> I do want an assistant, but that person has to be very trustworthy. That person has to deal with everything like bank slips, all this other stuff. Uh-huh. They literally have to deal with all this other yes. shit and they well, would be, and you would have to see them all the time too. The fact is that he doesn't have anyone. So he's doing everything on his own. So, and it's all in his head, which even someone like me, who's very organized, cannot do everything in my head. I need to write things down. I need to put on my calendar so that I have the capacity in my brain to do other things so that my calendar reminds me that, hey, I have a date with David. But uh, he tends to forget. So that's You forgot about a date too, though. Let's not- that Shabba Shabba was not a date, yes, by the way. Yes, that was Yes, that, that was a not. date. Oh, okay, let's let's talk about it then. Did we talk about this on the- Yeah. Okay, so check it out. Oh, my so God. Ne- and I made it on time, by hold, the way. Hold You did. You oh, did not. You can't even you did not. Hold on a second. Yeah. Hold, on, hold on a second. So, Mario, oh, let me just tell yeah. you this. Let me tell you this shit, all right? So, Chanda. Mario. Yeah, Chanda, all right? Puyao. <laughs> all right, so. Puyao. Puyao. There you so, go. She was doing so. Mariel does Twitch where she does her daily work <laughs> stuff, right? I'm exposed. I do Twitch, guys. Yeah. And so she's <laughs> she's doing Twitch, and um, I'm I'm uh, I forgot what I was doing exactly. I was doing something, but then I get a message. Oh, I was I was in a boxing lesson, and then I actually left my phone 
at the house. Uh, okay, so, let, I so I couldn't let, be reached. I'll tell the story. <laughs> now let me tell you the story. Okay? okay. So I was doing Twitch and the day before I, okay. So basically we made a plan to have lunch date and I was going to treat him out because he did something really special for me and I can't remember what it was, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat you. Oh, you know what? It's because he worked really hard in the backyard. So I was like, hey, let me treat you out to this really cool, dope sushi spot. And it's a place where you have to pre-reserve, pre-pay everything. Um, and it's reservations only. And there's only like, I think 10 seats, whatever. I told him in advance. I put it on his calendar. And I remind him multiple times uh, when the day was coming closer. Because I know he gets agitated if I remind him too often. The day of, I'm like, of course he's going to remember. I was busy in the morning doing Twitch and doing other stuff. Um, I hear him walking around and then I also hear him leaving somewhere. So I was like, oh, maybe he's just grabbing something. Finished with my stuff. And I'm getting ready for the lunch date. And I go to the bathroom and I see his cell phone. And I was like, oh, I guess he went to go grab something quickly because he never forgets his phone to leave and stuff. So I, didn't, I couldn't call him. Well, 30 minutes before our reservation time, I'm like, What's going on? So I messaged his friend Nick because I'm like, maybe he's at the gym by accident forgetting about our lunch day. So I messaged Nick and he's like, hey, I'm not at the gym, but let me ask my friend who's at the gym right now. And he comes back confirming that David is there. So I'm like, um, he might have forgot a plan that we made. Can you let the friend know that he has a plan with Mariel? Well, that friend is actually the coach. So he was too busy coaching David, who didn't have his phone. And I'm like, well, it's 20 minutes before a reservation. It takes me 25 minutes to get there. So I'm going to go without David. Okay. Let me just say this. All right. <laughs> All this is very accurate. So I'm feeling guilty as fuck. By the way. Were I, you though? Hold on a second. You, you, <laughs> shut, your, you shut your filthy Were mouth. Were you though? You shut your filthy mouth. I have been. I've never missed a date. Ever. This, we've been together seven years now. I've never missed a date. Uh -huh. At all. Uh -huh. So shocking. I felt really, really bad. She reserved this. <laughs> I, it was actually in the calendar. And I would have known if my... And the yeah, one day I forget my phone yeah. is that day. How could you forget your phone? And That's so, so yeah, crazy. Oh, by the way, fucking uh, uh, huh? Rick, Ricky. Uh, you didn't... You know what Ricky said? All he said was like, oh, your girl's trying to reach you. <laughs> Ricky, thanks a fucking lot. Not A, you have a date with her today. And so when I, she's like, oh, I was like, okay, cool. Well, I could just finish this up and get back to her. Uh-huh. So I didn't know that part. Well, maybe Nick didn't. Fucking, maybe, okay, we got to talk. <laughs> okay, Nick. Hey, hey, okay, first of all, Nick did his best. He's like in the middle of it going back and forth with me. Kudos to Nick. Thank you for confirming that David no, no, was no, at no. the gym. Nick, Nick, is, Nick, Nick is a fucking asshole, <laughs> all right? You should have relayed the fact to Ricky that I had a date. I didn't remember because it's supposed to be on the calendar and it would ding. I had it on the calendar to ding, right? Well, an it ding in the bathroom, that's for sure. And I did I, 30 minutes before and lo and behold. And then you, oh, and then I'm at that lunch reservation having my sushi, enjoying my time. And then he gives me a call and I'm like, hello. And he says, hey, what's up? You call? And I said, uh-huh. <laughs> and he has no idea why I called him. And that's the worst too. When you want that person to call you to be like, hey, I'm so sorry. I forgot. And my response was, what's up? <laughs> oh, oh. And he, it gets even better. He says, what? You're at, we had a lunch date? Is it on the calendar? <gasps> oh, my gosh. You see, I was just like... <gasps> But you knew I left yes. my phone, though. Well, okay. If I yes, I did. But if you knew as well, would you ask? Is it on the calendar? I it, well, it was. You're using that phone. But it wasn't dinging right when I got to my phone. Yeah, because it's after. Exactly. So immediately, what did I do? I you grabbed. Hold on a second. You let me finish my screen. sentence, young lady. What the first thing <laughs> I did was I drove so fast through traffic 
Uh-huh. I hit children. I hit deer. Oh, I hit so old fuck. people. I killed them all. I went through. <laughs> I, I, I crashed my car into 17 uh-huh. trees and 14 houses. I showed up and I dove through the window, smashed the window. Uh, all tumbled. right, ninja. I grabbed the phone and I was like, I got to call my lady. Oh. And that's why I didn't see the calendar. So check this out. I knew that she was very, very upset, especially after I asked her, is it on the calendar? I went and I went to this flower shop. In Pasadena that I always go to when I fuck up. (laughs) And I got her a very, very expensive flower set. And when I came back, she was twitching away, (laughs) doing the twitch thing. And I came in and I gave her this flower saying, I'm really sorry. And I will make it up to you. Bam. Can I say boyfriend of the year says sorry, apologizes, know when he's wrong and comes back with flowers. Boom, in your face. So as this is happening, we're explaining this to the Twitch people, right? <laughs> and then the most beautiful, <laughs> lovely lady Savannah comes in <laughs> and saves the day because Savannah was also in the Twitch stream. And she goes, wait, didn't the other day Mario forget about your lunch too? Oh my God. <laughs> Savannah. Oh I my completely God. forgot. She was causing this whole fucking scene. And I set up a lunch date with her not too long ago. And she also forgot. Guess what? Hold on a second. You let me finish my sentence. This is what happened. She forgot her our lunch date too, right? But she's over here all high and mighty. Just all it's up different. on her fucking pedestal looking down at poor old me. You forgot our lunch date too. She went all the way to work. And then she was eating lunch i wasn't eating you were you said you were eating lunch you're like i was about to have lunch oh that's right i forgot i'm eating lunch but i'll go to you right now that is a lie and guess what i did i said when she came to the door i said sweetie i have never seen somebody so beautiful in my life (laughs) (laughs) let's oh my god let us let it, us go have I lunch. I wish you could say you that to me. You do not need to apologize. All is forgiven. Oh. I looked directly into <laughs> the windows of are? her soul. After that, I got a... Slap ch- their face. I got a chariot. <laughs> and I took us to lunch. And then I paid for it. So what do you have to say? You have no right. You have no right. This podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. Listen to all my people out there that's looking to make bomb-ass food with multiple recipes for you to choose from. You got to go with HelloFresh. You know me. Your boy likes to eat. And I'm not going to lie. Your boy was shocked at how good the recipe was that I followed. And it turned out to be amazing. The sun-dried tomato and creamy chicken pasta. Molta bueno. I think that's Italian. But what that means in Italian is freaking fire. When I'm trying to cook a meal... I want it drama-free, so when I get these recipes, ingredients, and delivery to my doorstep, how blessed am I? But the biggest thing, I save 30% on costs with pre-portioned ingredients that ensures that I don't spend an extra dime on groceries that always ends up in the trash. What? That is you, Mr. and Mrs. 30 pounds of celery and 12 bundles of bay leaves. You know you ain't gonna use it for nothing after you made your once-in-a-year gumbo. Uh -uh, I'm talking about me. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Brain14 and use code Brain14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. Once again, go to HelloFresh.com slash Brain14 and use code Brain14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. Yes, that deal is freaking nuts. And I'm not lying. That's what you get, my brain fart. So make sure that you go ahead and feed your soul with America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh, baby. You have no right. Uh, okay. You forgot our lunch too. I okay. Where's my flowers? Let's Where's see. my card that says end up I'm so sorry? Spending a lot of money. I paid on for my portion. For someone else. I paid for my portion. Yeah, you just go here. Here's the money. Oh, okay, that's it. No, no, no. That's not what no, it is. No, 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 no. Don't don't frame no, it like no, that. No. No, 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 no. That's what you're saying. You're like, I'll pay for my portion. That's not the I'm going to kick you in your stomach. I didn't I didn't frame it like, oh, she's my money. I have a lot of money. No, what I did was, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll give you money. Oh, now I'm some Chinese billionaire. What am I, Jack Ma and stuff? Don't worry. Here, take the the $100. I didn't do that. Either way. How come you didn't apologize and give me some flowers? 
Because I actually made it on time. You did not make it on time. I was starving. What are you talking about? You just woke up. Dude, I did not just wake up. I was <laughs> You legit. had your morning it was like It was like 12 something. And I'm waiting around on the couch crying. <laughs> and I'm like, where's, where's my... And unlike you, I had my phone like, so you could have messaged me. Where's, where's my also- lady? Don't talk over me. I said, where's, where's my lady? I'm so hungry. Oh. And then my stomach was going. It was making all these noises. That's because you had to go to the bathroom. No, 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 and no. forget your phone. And I was like, "Where, where's my lady?" And then I call her up, and oh lo and behold, God. she goes, "I forgot about you. You're not important to me." Oh, now you this, know. This chicken salad at my workplace is worth more than you, and I still didn't shove it in her face. <laughs> So who's the better person in the relationship, me or you? What's going Are on? Are we comparing saying one's better than the other? Yes. Who's better right now in that situation? I didn't hold Is it over you. Is this why you brought up this question? I, I didn't hold it over you. No, we didn't even go into what I would change about you. Ask me. Go ahead, ask me. What would you, if there's one thing that you want to change about me, what would it Your be? Your goddamn attitude. That's what it's <laughs> Your, fil- your filthy, stinking attitude. That's what I would All change. Right. I think the whole audience know that I don't have the attitude. No, the, the, the one thing that I probably would change uh, for Mariel is her indecisiveness when it comes to ordering food and drinks. <laughs> Dude, isn't that, that a is- benefit for you? Because you get to order whatever you like. What I'm you- giving you the the, no, no, the no, option no, 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 no. for it. This is not what happens. This is the thing. That, oh, you mean this, the other. <laughs> this, is, this is the thing that Mariel does, right? I'm very so, indecisive when so it comes guys, to menu. When you guys go to a drink place, right? What is the thing that you hate the most? The line is super long. There's this little Asian girl right at the <laughs> front of coffee bean and tea leaf. And then she does this. This little girl walks up to them. She goes, hi, my name is. My- <laughs> oh, do I really? Do I- <laughs> my name is Mario. My name is Mario. Hi. Um. Hmm. Uh, mm, mm. <laughs> what am I, Mark Simpson? Mm. <laughs> I don't know what to get. Mm. There's so many choices. Ten minutes have passed. Thirty people behind her. Mm. Okay, okay, maybe I'll. Get. Mm. And then she what goes. And then and then she'll ask. So. What do you recommend? And they go, okay, I recommend the number four, five, six, and seven. And she goes, hmm, I don't like that. <laughs> and then people are behind getting pissed. And I'm the guy next to her. I'm like, baby, hurry the fuck up. There's people behind you are like, don't rush me. I need time. <laughs> Who and so is she's, that? And she's sitting up there like that. taking fucking forever for a drink that doesn't even matter she goes well what if i get it and i don't like it i was like then we'll go back and get you another drink it's not that big of a deal see most people when they order drinks and they don't know what they're going to get they don't go in line they take the menu and they take the step aside you think for some reason i'm gonna go in line and then take 30 minutes I have to be there as I hear people behind you like, oh, my God, this lady, dude. And I'm just like, people, please, please, please. I love her. Don't, don't, don't. Me Lord, me Lord, please. Me Lord. Me Lord, I love her. I love her with all of my heart. Please don't slay her. Oh, my God. Allow her to keep her life. I apologize. Oh, my God. This is what I have to deal with every time we order drinks. The indecisiveness. We are at a diner in Hawaii. We are about to order food. Oh. Everybody is starving. Oh my starving. god! Detention was so high, and they didn't have what I wanted to order. What, what is it that you wanted to order? I wanted to order Dutch baby. <laughs> I wanted to order Dutch baby. Dutch baby, and they said, "I'm sorry, honey, we are actually out of that." I'm like, "Well, that's all I looked." And then the whole world exploded, and everybody was waiting for her to finish because we were super hard. I wish that when you could order food, you would think ahead. Look at the menu, have option A, option B, and knock it out. Other people are starving. You need to be a little considerate. Be a little concerned with my time and schedule, please. I am. But I, you use, know what? I use I, my calendar. It's true. I am very indecisive. That's why I love the fact that I'd be like, omakase, and then you just be like, all right, I'll get this and this and this. Yeah, but okay. I love that. I do that. And then what happens is I'll order her food that I think is really good. And then she goes, hmm, it's greasy. 
<laughs> and then her stomach. I could tell and you And then that. her stomach will hurt. Yeah. And then she's over here just complaining like, oh my God, my stomach I'm not complaining. I mean, yes, I'm telling you how I feel about it. That just like how you do it. You're like, this place sucks. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not upset that you, that you thought the food is greasy. Oh. I'm upset at the fact that you're eating this food. You know that it's greasy. And then you choose to take 30 more bites. <laughs> and your stomach I don't is like to you. waste food. What can I say? You don't have to waste food. You could take it to go. Yes, but in Hawaii, I don't think we usually take it to go. We did. We t- actually took a lot of food to go. Just one zippies. Yeah, and oh, and the other stuff we shared with other people because they were just going to eat everything anyways. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I would change about you. My indecisiveness. Your indecisiveness when it mm. comes to ordering food. That's why I have you deal with it. I don't do it. You've been really fit though lately. I have? Yeah, you look really good. Oh, thank you. When you were in Hawaii, I was like, oh, look at her. You got the little baby abs coming out and stuff. Baby abs. Yeah, you've been- The little chopstick line. Yeah, you've been doing really good. Thank you. I think it's because I'm not going out. (laughs) Just going out to eat and stuff? Yeah, Yeah. I just eat whatever is in the house, you know? I feel like in one way, pandemic blessed my body of not blowing up. Uh, But another way, I am so antisocial. Like when I see friends, I'm like, do I hug? Do I elbow? Do I just say hi? That's a weird thing too. I don't know whether I should like uh, shake hands, give oh, hugs. Oh, really? Because I don't know what people are comfortable with, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, exactly. And then when they're coming for a hug, am I comfortable? I don't know. And then I look very awkward. Yeah, that's the weird thing. I, I haven't figured out what, what that thing is because I'm a very huggy, touchy guy. I know. Guy. Yeah, you are. You know, so. And you're also kind of uncomfortable with the hug too. Depending well, on the people. I'm uncomfortable when people don't ask and I don't know you. <clears throat> like we need to have some type of rapport. Yeah. Right. And normally too, like let's say it's just like a random fan. If they want to run up and hug me, I'm okay as long as you're not like sexually harassing me. Right. Uh-huh. Not that somebody would, but I've had like certain cases where people thought it was a funny joke. They would grab my ass. Oh, yeah. Like I don't I don't fuck with that shit. Like don't be do respectful, that, folks. You know, like just be fu- – I'm not your object, but – <laughs> you know, during this like whole pandemic thing, like yeah. there was a couple of times where people just came up all up in my business. I had no mask They just on. got so excited. Yeah, just- which is cool. But it's like, yo, man, you know, we, we in a time where we have to be a little bit I mindful know. of that. I don't know if you're vaccinated. I don't know if you went to a party and you have yeah. COVID or you have a fever. Maybe that's why you caught a cold. Also, you know, I actually caught a cold and I thought I had COVID and I got checked and I didn't have COVID. But I, Thank just, God. Had a, I just had a common cold. Oh, but that's it. Going back to my fitness, I have to say… Uh, there is this hiking trail that I went and thank God David didn't go because it was so frightening. She was giving me so much shit too. Yeah, she because like, I, okay, that's the one thing. I mean, it's not that it's something you could fix, but it's one thing is like, I wish I could do things like fun, adventurous stuff with you. But we do anything but heights. Anyway, yeah. So this place is called Cocoa Head Hike. And usually, or it's a trail that usually people go on this like massive, massive steps. And I am still mind blown that people like to do this. Well, we didn't go that way. We went the back way. The head is like a head trail. So Cocoa Head, if if people don't know, there's, they also call it like a stairway to heaven, right? Is that what it's called? So when when you see the stairs, right? So like years ago, they they banned it, but people people still go on that. And mm. when you go to Cocoa Head, um, it's stairway to heaven. This is stairs, right? Yeah, but it doesn't yeah. feel like heaven. <laughs> no, it's it's very very hard, right? Yeah. And I actually tried doing that years ago, uh-huh. and I almost went to the top, except for at a certain point, the stairs aren't steps anymore, and you're just climbing. Climbing, and it's- I have a. It's a crazy fear of heights like everybody knows. Yeah. So he didn't go, thank God. And I went and it was like the most fun event I probably had for the past few years. Like there was not only like hiking, but there were climbing and there was just beautiful view um, every time you climb up. And it got kind of scary because you were on this like really narrow uh, roadway or way. And you just fall and die. You could, yeah. So I literally had to keep telling myself, don't look down, don't look down, focus on where you're going. Like I had to meditate basically. But what I wanted to bring up is that after that hike, which was way at the top, we had to come down to this forever stairs that what uh, David was talking about. And I think it took legit like an hour to get down. And I was trying to go down really fast. And I was actually kind of worried whether or not my knee and my ankle were going to be fine because I sprained um, 
one of my knees and one of my ankles. And I've been working really hard with my personal trainer. Her name is Lane from Vitacores. And throughout this pandemic, we've been working really hard on it. I've been resting a lot and doing personal training a lot to get and physical training or physical therapy to get them stronger. So through this experience of hiking, I've realized that how much stronger my legs got because after the end of the trip, my legs were still fine. I didn't feel any pain, any soreness, any weakness. Um, and so I was really happy. So I messaged her. I was like, dude, I think this is working because I was able to do this and I'm not dying. And I didn't sprain my ankle. Because usually the case is that when I'm that exhausted, I would sprain something. But I didn't. And so I was really happy. I felt Yeah, so- and then she was trying to peer pressure me into climbing this, knowing that I'm so scared of heights. I didn't know it was going to be that intense. But I told you though. And the reason, here's the thing too. Me not going on that hike is also not based on just my fears. I'm not trying to ruin everybody else's good time. I know. Like, if you, you came, you would have been so mad at me. I'm not just mad at you. I'd just been mad at everybody. <laughs> but the thing is, is like I need somebody like Joe to baby me through that whole thing. But Joe is also with his girlfriend. Yeah. He, he can't. Joe take, was helping out Hannah. Hannah was really good. It's like he can't take care of me. Right. So no. it's like and then also it would probably be Sean that's going to help me out as well. So I can't. I'm not there to ruin everybody else's good time. I know my abilities. I know I could do it. You know why it is? Because every time you go go to places without me, you always do some kind of hike, some kind of like adventure stuff with them. But then when no, it's no, no. with me. Only enjoy. one time. It only happened one time and I was duped. It was by Darian. That was one time. Darian is a monkey. Yes, he's a little monkey billy goat. Like I shit you not, no hands climbing up things with yeah. just his feet. He's a billy goat. He said Cambodian he was billy sweating. goat. Yeah. He was like on the edge of a corner where you could literally just drop and fall. He was just hopping around. Yeah, that's him. That, oh, I'm sweating. I just yeah, so about the it. last time like I went on a hike and we talked about it on the Why previous podcast. Why would you trust Darian out of all the people? Well, the thing is, is like Joe thought that the trail from what he remembered wasn't that bad. So he goes, okay, it's not going to be that bad. But when he said trail, like when we talk about trails in Los Angeles, we're thinking that you could wear like Adidas Ultra Boost and you'll be fine. This shit was not a trail. It was actual climbing. Is it that Coco Head? No, no. This was in LA. Oh. So there's a, a trail that's already kind of hard where you have to climb, which I thought was done. But there was another thing where you actually have to start climbing using your hands and kind of push yourself in between rocks to go above on a mountainside. It was – I actually climbed, climbed the mountainside. Oh, I want to go there. You, you could probably do it. Dude, the climbing pole was so fun. But it was so I, – I thought I was going to die throughout the whole thing. Afterwards, got- I had a fever. <laughs> for two days because the adrenaline dump my, my immune system was shot was I there? yeah I don't remember this yeah I had a fever for two days remember I I, my freaking, I had a huge cold sore after here or oh, it was at the house yeah and I hadn't had a cold sore in years right so I got messed up my whole immune system was shot well that's a bummer I don't like it no I am so glad he didn't go yeah so <laughs> I did that for you what have you done for me <laughs> what did I do the past two days? What did I do in Hawaii? A lot of things. Yes. A lot of things, guys. Well, anyways, <laughs> this wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. You can catch Mariel at Mariel underscore underscore song. Hope you guys enjoyed this. I'm so curious too. What would you guys change from your significant other? And be honest. You could be honest. Just make sure that they don't read it so you don't get in trouble. Just make sure you have a backup of like how you're going to cope with their reaction. Yes. We'll see you all next time, every Thursday and Sunday's Genius Brain Podcast. I love you, sons of bitches. Peace.